Hello again, everybody, and thank you for joining this podcast, Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Taiwan weather, and we will include typhoons and also talk about earthquakes. Even though an earthquake is not really the weather, but it might be interesting for you to to hear about that, especially if you have never been here. Now, right in the middle of Taiwan runs the Tropic of Cancer. So, strictly speaking, the southern half is tropical, and the northern half is subtropical. But actually, the weather is not that much different. Although in the south, even in the winter, it's never really cold. Whereas in the, in the north, it can get pretty cold. Now, I want to share with you a little bit about the geography and the topography of Taiwan. Right down the middle of Taiwan runs huge mountain range, and um, of course, on these mountains, it can even snow in the winter. Now, these mountains are a little bit closer to the east coast than to the west coast, so there's not much space between the mountains and the coast on the eastern side. But on the western side, we've got plains, and that's where most of the farming happens, where we have the fruit farms and the rice paddies and all those kind of of places. But on the other side, it's it's not that easy to farm because there's not there's not that much space. Now, Taiwan is actually very interesting. The geography, you've basically got everything. You've got a rocky coastline. You've got white sand beaches. You've got black sand beaches. You've got beaches there are waves. You've got areas where the sea is flat. So virtually everything you can find in one country. And Taiwan is only just over 300 kilometers from north to south. So it's not a very big place, but. Especially, like I mentioned, in the winter, the weather can be quite different from the north and the south. In the summer, it's just hot. Now, let me tell you something about the summer in Taiwan. The summer in Taiwan is not for the faint of heart. It is hot, and it is humid, and it is long. The winter is pretty much a month or two, and then we have uh, a very short uh, spring, and then after the summer, we have a very short autumn. But the main summer can sometimes start in May and last until November, so it's like a six-seven-month summer, and every day it is over 35 degrees Celsius, and super humid. So you you just stand still outside, and you are covered with sweat. So you you better be ready for the summer. And uh, the nice thing about the summer is when it actually arrives, then we we have the end of it to look forward to. Whereas when it's winter. You know it's going to be really short, and the summer is going to be with us pretty soon. So uh, the summer is is nasty. Now the winter in the north is wet and humid and unpleasant, but in the in the south is not so bad. So um, the best time, if you are thinking of visiting Taiwan, is probably around November. November should be the most pleasant, I think. Or also in maybe March. April we sometimes have showers, but March is a good time to visit. So that's the weather. Now, in the summertime, we often get typhoons. Typhoons mostly come from from the west coast. They move up from the、uh, area of the Philippines, and a typhoon can be can be pretty intimidating. Now, the I don't want to say the good thing about the typhoon, but something about a typhoon that is not so bad is the fact that we know it's coming. The weather reports will warn us. And on the internet, you can go to the weather website, and you can see exactly how fast it's moving, where it will hit first, 
how strong it is, and so on. So you can kind of be prepared. Now, most of the typhoons, as I say, they come from the east, so they hit the east coast first. And then that mountain range I told you about, it will often stop the typhoon from crossing right over Taiwan. It will often kind of deflect it to go a little bit north. So the west side, they don't get that many typhoons. I do remember once there was a typhoon that crossed right over the island. Often the, the typhoon's diameter, it's actually bigger than the whole of Taiwan. It, it is longer than 300 kilometers, so it covers the whole of the island. And once it, a typhoon crossed over and moved towards Hong Kong and then stopped and came back, and then the, the devastation was, uh, was severe because there was no time for the country to recover before it came back and dumped a lot of rain. And, and of course, a typhoon has rain and strong winds, right? So um, it can be good and bad. If we had a dry year, we need the rain, but the rain and the winds can also destroy the crops on the farms. So you cannot really win with a typhoon. So uh, it can be pretty intimidating. I remember the first typhoon that arrived, I was in Taiwan for maybe six months and the winds arrived first. The winds were really strong. I was up on the at the coast with some of my students and I remember we we leaned into the wind and we almost reached 45 degrees before we actually toppled over and fell down. The wind was just incredible and then we went back to Taipei and then the rain came and I also remember it, it was still early on in my stay we were still kind of innocent about the danger of typhoons. We would go outside and we could see the gusts of wind coming and as the gust approached us we would start running and then we would jump in the air and let the gust carry us a few meters. And that was actually pretty dangerous because things fly around, uh, roofs get blown off and the, the metal fly around and can hurt people. So that was pretty stupid. And I also remember another time, it was also early on, probably the same summer. Usually in the summer we get three or four typhoons, although lately we haven't had that many. But um, I think it was the same summer. And I went out to buy something at 7-Eleven, although most people stay inside because it's safer. And I remember standing at the edge of the road, waiting to cross over, and I heard a sound above me, something like this, like a sound like that. And I looked up and a massive neon sign had come loose and was falling straight down. And I just stepped two meters back and the sign crashed into the road right in front of me. So that was pretty scary. So after that, I, I decided that uh, it's better to stay inside. And so when you know, if you know the typhoon is coming, you can stock up, right? You get extra water, you get snacks, you get food, and don't go out. It's just not worth it. So the, I, I learned my lesson early on about the danger of a typhoon. And as I said, even though you know it's coming, it, it can still be pretty scary. I remember the, the latest typhoon that hit Taiwan not too long ago, I could actually feel my building moving from side to side in the wind. And I was, I was scared because the, the one side of my house is all windows. And I was so scared those windows would blow out in the wind. But I could feel my, my building swaying. And it's not a very high building. So yeah, it's something to experience, but you still have to be careful. So then I want to move on and also talk to you a little bit about earthquakes, although they are much scarier than typhoons. And the main reason is because you can't predict them. And they just keep on coming at night. I don't know why. The majority hit us at night. And that is even more scary when you wake up because the earth is moving and your room is moving. 
Also, my first experience of an earthquake was very early on. I remember I was up in the common room of the hostel where I stayed, and suddenly we looked at each other and we said, what is this? And it's a very strange feeling, the first earthquake you feel, especially if you've never felt it before, right? And we looked at each other and we said, earthquake. And we looked outside and we saw things swaying. Luckily, it was not too strong, not too long. But then we said, oh, we've had our first um, experience of that. In my time here, the biggest earthquake that hit was on the 21st of September, 1999. It was a massive earthquake that hit just below the center of Taiwan and uh, in the, the county of Nanto, I believe. And it killed thousands of people. And it was felt throughout the whole island because it was so big and the island is not that big. Now that night, I remember very clearly, I, uh, I was lying on my bed watching TV. It was already after midnight and I could hear it coming. It was a rolling thunder that I heard approaching. And then the next thing that happened was the lights went off, the power went off. So I thought, oh, this is a big one. But at that time, the earth was not moving yet. The funny thing is, my TV continued to play for about three or four seconds after the power went out. So, and then the TV went blank, and the next moment, that building, I lived on the seventh floor. It was like a, what they call a rooftop, a little rooftop place. And seven floors is not that high. Actually, I was on the eighth because I was on the roof, right? I feel sorry for people who lived in a higher higher building or people who lived closer to the earthquake because this was scary. I remember running out onto the roof and I got to the roof. I was going to run down the stairs to get just get out of this building because the building was, I couldn't stand still. It was throwing me from side to side. And as I reached the roof, before I reached the stairs, I realized I was only wearing my sleeping shorts. I had no shirt on. I had no shoes on. And I was standing on that roof and saying to myself, oh no, oh no. I used a slightly stronger word, but, uh, and I said, should I run back to get shoes and a shirt? Should I go? And I thought, no, I'm going. And I went down those seven flights of stairs in the dark and I was out in like no time. And when I reached the bottom, the first massive aftershock hit, which was, I think the, the main earthquake was seven point something. And the first aftershock was five or six. So it was in its own right, a big shock. And I stood in that street with some other people. I walked up and down too scared to go back up. I think about 4 a.m. I went back to my room. But the funny thing is I, I went up the stairs very, very quietly as if I was afraid to wake up the earthquake. And I got to my bed and I lay down, but I couldn't sleep because every few minutes there was an aftershock and it kept going and kept going and kept going until the next morning. So that was the scariest of them all. And that was, that was not fun. I remember many years later, my family came to visit me and I took them to the East Coast and I told them we're now going to the East Coast where the, most of the, just like the typhoons, also the most of the earthquakes happen on the East Coast. And I said to them, we're now going to the area where there might be earthquakes. And they, go, they went, oh, good, good, good. We want to feel an earthquake. And I said, no, you don't want to feel an earthquake. It is not fun. It is scary. And, and, and like I said, you know, it really seems to me like most of the time they hit at night. So I would say, if you never experience an earthquake in your life, good for you, because it is, um, it is not something that you want to put in your resume and say, I've been in an earthquake, because it's, it's just not nice. It is very scary, 
And it's something that, like I said, you cannot really prepare for. It's just suddenly it's there. And uh, if, it's, um, if it's a strong one, it's not a nice memory. Anyway, so those are the two things I wanted to share with you today about the typhoons and the earthquakes. And, and, and hopefully you will learn something from that. If you experience one of these two things, I hope you come out on the other side alive and uh, that the experience was not too bad for you. All right. So um, I hope this podcast didn't scare you if you were thinking of coming to Taiwan, that you will still come to visit. It's, there's lots of things to see. As I, as I told you, the best months to visit is probably November and, uh, and early on in the year, like uh, March maybe. And I'm sure you will have a good day because there are many things to do. The weather is actually very pleasant, especially if you don't like cold weather because the, the summer is so long. But I will not suggest that you come in July, August, September. Those months are really, really hot and unpleasant. All right, that's what I wanted to share with you today. And I hope you will join in uh, or join into the podcast again next time. We'll talk about something different. All right, thank you very much wherever you are. Good morning, good evening, or good night. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. <music>